the grid. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. I forgot I had that image as a thing. All right, done. And we actually did. The audio is turned on to God Almighty. What did I do? I have no idea what you've done. No, I mean like everything <laughs> looks okay. It's it's like it's almost bang on. I mean, you've almost got Huckleman's face on his on his avatar right in the middle. I know. See, here's this is the question I have. Do I need, do I turn off Horgelman's avatar because I have his face dead center, or do I keep his avatar there? I mean, essentially, Will, yours is the only one that's like covered up. Yeah. But that means I'd have to move things. Yeah. <laughs> or and we know what happens when or, movement hang on. stops. Hang on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What if I do that? Ooh. Yes, that could work. Perfect. And now I'm just going to anger everybody because it's off-center. So all the people who have OCD are just screaming right now. But this is an audio medium, so <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, only, only if you see it live on Twitch, we know what you're doing. As I say, welcome everyone to the Game on Player South podcast. I am the moderately, moderately, Famous, internet famous, loud team maker, aka Will McGowan. It's gone up a little bit more. And joining me as always, the technical guru of this, it is James Atkinson. How are we all doing? I'm, I'm seeing if like the tea is like decently warm, not like burn your mouth, scalding. Is it fine? Is the tea okay? It's good. It's good. Because the iron it's... brew is very nice. This... This is very weird that I'm drinking tea. Oh, actually, no, it's it, it's a very English start to the episode. I'm drinking tea. Sorry. Very United Kingdom start to the episode. I'm drinking tea. Will's drinking Iron Brew. But Huckleman, who's also here with us, what are you drinking this morning? Well, everyone knows that I'm the coffee knight. <laughs> so I drink the coffee. <laughs> And how's everyone doing today? You right? You're good. You had a good week. Yeah, uh, yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's the weekend. Thank God for that. Bank holiday weekend here, so we have another day off. I like nice. how you guys call them bank holidays. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because we looked and went, "Well, the bank's closed, isn't it? Can we get money out?" No. Okay, then we'll have a holiday. <laughs> exactly. Can't get any money, which is can't do anything. Just have a holiday. It also proves that your financial system is the reason for why you get holidays. It's either that or we have, you know, like really silly reasons like Christmas Day, you know. Well, here's New here's Year's Day. Boxing Day. Yep, Boxing Day, yep. So, gr- growing up, I thought Boxing Day was like, like, you, you went out and watched boxing. Like, it's Boxing Day, right? You go out and just... Then. See, I thought that as well. And right. then I found out the real reason. And it's like, oh, that sounds really nice now. 
looked really wholesome instead of watching people punch each other in the face. Go watching somebody get punched in the face can be wholesome. Yeah, well, it depends who the person getting punched in the face is. I, yeah, I didn't give any context. <laughs> Make with that what you will. <laughs> so I am the agent to create your own imagination. I just give you the words. I let you follow, fill in the dots. You just open the gateway for people to go into their own ASMR world. Of people. As I told somebody last night in our Discord, uh, the the role of a of a game master in a D&D game is not to have an existential crisis, is to create existential crises. Yep. And you just sit back with a popcorn waiting for it to unfold. Some of our best some of our best sessions, some of the best things that have happened, I have no control over. I just sit there and just let the players roll it out and I just sit there and just <laughs> grin and cross my arms. <laughs> I just think I mean for the most part same yeah it's like this is 30 minutes of the story that I didn't have to make let's just let this play out and see where it goes yep well yeah that's one of the best ways and then then you adapt to it when someone throws you something completely off curve like uh okay we'll do it this way it's improv the the best skill you can learn little gm tip to start everybody's morning is yes and so don't ever tell your players no. Say yes and or yes but. You know, hey, you want to you want to go jump off that ledge? Go right ahead. I'm not gonna stop you. Let's just deal with the consequences after it happens. You want to run into an army? Go ahead. We'll see what happens there when you roll a one. You guys want to stand on top of your your cart of confections and bribe all of the angry angry thieves and teach them humanity and civilization through pastries go ahead and try it yeah let's see what happens there um, it works happens on the on some of uh, the uh the dnd podcast bits you here on the channel i have two episodes waiting to be uploaded i just have to get around to editing them well they're probably big episodes so not four and a half hours a piece yeah, I can understand why you're taking the time. <laughs> That's a lot of audio to scrub. Yeah. So, oh, you said that can't have that. Um, well, no, it's oh, just more like that. we have to figure out when we take our breaks. Yeah. Because usually I start recording. And much like this, there's about like 10 minutes of like discussion about like random shit. And I don't know, maybe people enjoy that. I mean, it, it maybe it creates a more of an, and, you know, you have Critical Role, which is very, like, story-driven and very, you know, very kind of, like, it's, it's, it's interactive storytelling, where I think we, in our podcast, is trying to create more of an organic, you're sitting at the table with us kind of a feel. Yeah. So there isn't, like, I mean, I don't think anybody re- really care, really notices that the mic is there when we're playing. Well, that's the thing. No. Once you get into the game, it, it just sort of disappears, doesn't it? Just... Yeah. It's, yep. it, to be honest, I have to go back and listen to one of the episodes anyways, because for the upcoming session next week, um, I don't know the name that I gave to um, one of the one of the, one of of the the NPCs who was kind of an important NPC, so I need to remember that. Uh, which one was he? The son that was born to uh, Varys and Lily. Oh, um... Edwin? I know his middle name is Edwin. Ivan. Yeah, it was. I think it was Edwin Ivan. Edwin Ivan Varys. Yeah. E-I-V. I don't... So, yeah, Either <laughs> way, we have a record of it. We're good. We have a record of it. It's there's a there, That is the other reason I do the audio recordings, is not only because... We want to post them as podcasts, but I am horrible at taking notes. So if I just have an audio recording of what happened, I don't have to forget. I just listen to it. Oh, that's exactly what I did last week. Hey, last time. Works. Great. I know exactly what I did. I think that's why Matt Mercer also does Critical Role like that. Smart. He really is. And so, shall we Shall we plod on, get on with the show? Sure. That sounds like a plan to me. Because we've got some stuff to talk about. We've got what we've been playing, uh, Extra Life News, because there's some big 
into big happenings this week in our team. Mm. And also some news. So, I think we should get on with the Extra Life stuff first, because it's amazing. Good. Uh, we So, Mr. Wheels Toy Clearance has hit his goal of $100. Yay. So, that not only has he triggered the uh, 82 speed run, he also now has to do a cooking stream for all day, which is like stuff like breakfast, you get your lunch, your desserts, you know, that sort of thing. And he's going to be doing a Freddie Mercury stream where he's going to be singing. And also, from what I hear, he's going to be decked out in full Freddie Mercury get-up. Which is going to be fun to watch. Freddie Mercury get-up, impressive. Not as impressive if you told me you were, if you told me he was dressing up in full Elton John get-up. We might be able to persuade him to do that. We never know. Um, but yeah, so with that that's amazing in itself. And thank you so much to the people who donated to get him across that threshold. Also, this very morning, uh, at, you know, today we had Crafty Rebel doing her first ever stream. And it was like a sew-off. And she was making a blanket. So she's adding a few extra stuff while doing her stream for Extra Life. And she's over halfway to her target. Of, she's at $110. That's great. So, nice. It's so it's just been an amazing week for extra life for Team Dig Whippy. Just people helping people, man. That's all. That's all it's about. Yeah. And the the bit I was looking at towards the end of it, was trying to compare so far to what we've done so far for last year. So we are just over a thousand dollars away from matching last year's target that we hit. And we're like a month and a half away from our actual extra life streams. Yeah, it's about it's about two months just over for our for the big main event for the weekend. For the Tig Whippies weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we've also got Robin said she's going to be doing another stream soon, another four hours worth. Then you've got September the sixth is going to be myself and Will doing six hours of snooker, where the winner. Uh, who has the most frames will get the donation to the channel of their choosing from the loser. Uh, we've got Tom looking at doing another one, but he hasn't said when because he was supposed to do it in August, but then things happen like, you know, oh, him uh, announcing he's having a kid. <laughs> you know, I think that's quite important, really. Um, so, yeah, yep. so we've also got we've also got R3 in November, and at the end of November, at the end of the year, sorry, for New Year's Eve, J-Dub's going to be doing his stream so it goes into next year nice so we've got plenty coming up so it's all awesome and then of I course might got... do a new year's blacksmithing stream oh nice that, that's cool. actually not too bad for you i mean i know your house i mean you could just run a long usb cable out there for the webcam yep and then we could probably find a relatively cheap uh <coughs> usb mic or you, you've already got a mixer so we could just get a uh, clip mic for you. Yep. And then you could just stick a lapel mic on and connect it in. Yeah. And then blacksmith away. Yep. That'd be really cool to see, dude. I'm pretty excited. And and, oh, and it'll be in winter, him. so it'll be cool outside, yeah. which means smithing will be nice. Yeah. And not oppressive like it is right now. Eh, it's not too bad out. Th I started smithing on Heatwave weekend, so it was like 90-some-odd degrees outside. I remember Heatwave. So I'm just like, I'm standing next to, yeah, I'm sitting here next to a giant, super hot fire. Um, Did I did I finish posting that picture of the rebar in the in the Discord? No, it didn't go. No, um, it just said playing with metal, and I was like, okay, wait, wait, uh, wait yeah. for it. But, uh... I got the forge set up last week. So this is this is just kind of the what I've been playing thing. I mean I've been playing Final Fantasy. But um there it is. Uh I I started playing around with some of the metal bits and and started doing a little bit of light very very light blacksmithing. Um the first thing I need to do is I need to make my tool set. So that's the amazing thing about blacksmithing is that once you have the thing, you can go make the things to go make more things to get things to be made. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, the the photo in question, uh, that is 
that is in our our Discord, which. Oh yeah, is, she's is right, now. right now. I don't know if James wants to put it up on screen. I can work Sorry. on. I'm that. a little proud. Um, I did two things. I did uh, it wasn't much, but I did um, just try and play around with the steel, and then I took the remaining piping, and I'm starting to make a uh, like a chisel piece to cut metal on. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to finish up that metal cutter today. I'm probably going to... I have to figure out... I got to get myself a good set of pliers that are going to be able to, to work with what I'm trying to do because right now getting a grip on some of the items is really difficult. Um, So I might just need to get like myself a big... like a bit of like springy grips. Um, <clears throat> Something that when I squeeze it clamps down as opposed to like... Or when I squeeze it opens up as opposed to uh, the other way around. But anyways, um, fancy projects for the future. This is slowly going to turn into a crafting stream, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, we already started just doing a Final Fantasy stream. Um, now it's uh, now it's it's crafting. I've uh, made it a point not to stream Final Fantasy, uh, mainly because. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's not that it's it's a boring game. I have a lot of fun and doing stuff with it, but mainly out of respect for the other people in our Discord who may or may not want to be on stream. Yeah. If it was just me and Chris, I mean, it would just be. Oh yeah, it'd be streamed left and right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It would, <laughs> so it would be it, it would be an rp stream left and right and it would be just oh yeah so just cut the tension with a knife so, 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 much. so the ships would be set sail the the, yep. the armada would leave the harbor well no that's fair that's more than fair enough i mean you know it's a privacy thing it's not it's it's more that the question hasn't been asked and given some of the private nature you know th this this game is fun and it's fun for other people but a lot of public things are discussed on it between yeah. friends because the majority of people in this group are friends so you don't need to i mean i've i've, I've already monopolized our private D, &D game <laughs> as, as stream content gotta yep. <laughs> leave yep. some things need to stay secret <laughs> That's fair. That's, that's Granted, fair. every almost everybody who's on in the D and D game either streams or is on other people's streams regularly. Yeah, so I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, like I think out of everyone, I think Zach is the only one who doesn't like have his own stream that he goes to. Right, but he participates in in Heather's and Shanice's. Yep. Especially when they stream Final Fantasy together. Or, or he's yeah. in their Discord talking to them when they're streaming, so. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's, that's more than fair. Because we've also got, coming up as well, um, Keith, who will be streaming on Mixer, no doubt. And uh, T. Pauline will be doing streams around November as well. So we, we've got a lot coming up for people. And we're doing it for the kids to help them out. Mm-hmm. It's all for children's hospitals. So if you like kids and you like video games and you want to feel good and get a tax write-off. Donate, because the donation bar is in the chat at the moment. As you can see, it's in there. Or, or you should see it around on our Twitters if you're listening to us on Podbean or your other audio devices. Exactly. So uh, let's go on to the news then, because it was Gamescom this week, and there was stuff dropping. There was um, news, like for example, there was a interactive thriller dropped on PlayStation at the same time called Erica, which interesting concept, but I haven't looked at it fully, so I couldn't say whether it's any good or not. Um, but there was a couple of uh, press events. There was, that. there was Inside Xbox, and then there was Jeff Keighley doing the opening night live. And to the blunt, I was almost falling asleep. Both of them. Because they were that dull. I mean, there was only a couple of really big things that came out I saw. Like, for example, Little Nightmares 2 is next year. Yep. Yeah. How can we not like more Little Nightmares? The first one was brilliant and atmospheric. 
and then Jeff Keighley's mate, as he likes to shove in our faces every five minutes when he gets a chance to on a show like this. Because if you've had a sense of deja vu to Jeff Keighley being on stage handing out awards before the show had even had even started properly, rather than finishing, and with loads of trainers chucked in, then this would be up your street. Exactly the same. Um, yeah, so Hideo Kojima came out and showed a few actual gameplay trailers, which made change, which was nice. We knew it was a Death Stranding is open world. Um, and we saw, you know, um, Norman Reedus deliver a package. And who did we see on the video that he delivered the package to? <gasps> oh, yeah, it's Jeff Keighley. I, I kind of hope <clears throat> that if you just made that one bit for Gamescom. Rather than him actually being in the game. Yes. For for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, you, it's not above and beyond Hideo Kojima doing something like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, also because I, I, is, is Jeff Keighley like an, a voice actor in any way, shape, or form? Does he like have any professional experience with this kind of stuff? <clears throat> now, is he Jeff with a G or a J? A uh, G. Well, uh, so he is a 3D scan model for Peppers, the the thing. Right. So Jeff Keeley is a 3D scan model for that. Let me see now. But. Ready for this? God, then go. Yes, we're it. Jeff Keighley is the scan model for it. Matt Mercer is the voice for him. So he's in, but he's not voiced. So he is a visual representation of himself, but Matt Mercer voices him. I, I, I look at him and just go, what? okay. Yeah, I I understand, you know, you have mates in the industry. Hell, you know, I do. It's a clang moment, but, you know, it's it's like every five minutes. <laughs> just every five minutes of you with Keely, every time. It's just, by the way, I'm mates with Hideo Kojima. But it's doesn't like... it also get annoying with you guys? <laughs> Like, just a grumpy old git. Do you need to, like, just drop your name that much? I mean, like, Hato Kojima doesn't drop his name that often. Yeah. And I get, and he's an arrogant asshole. Like, I like Hato Kojima, and I know he's an arrogant asshole. I mean, just look at the beginning of 5. It's a game by Hato Kojima, for Hato Kojima, produced by Hato Kojima. In every episode bit. Yeah. It it's so it's it's yeah, okay, we get it. Hato Kojima likes talking about himself. That that is that's good. As long as he's happy about it, you know, more power to him. I just Jeff Keeley. Hey, at least he's voiced by somebody who's a professional. I we know yeah. it, it's Matt Mercer. If you guys don't know who Matt Mercer is, we, we've already talked about Critical Role earlier. Um, I'm okay with that. It means that, like, it's it's not Jeff... We're not at least hearing Jeff Keighley's voice. Yeah. Because otherwise we'd probably go, Hello, uh, uh, I'm the Game Awards Jeff Keighley. I'm in this game. That, my mate there. that being said, if they were looking for, like, the most generic white guy, they got it in Jeff Keighley. Right? Like, if they were looking for, like, the most generic white, like, dude to be an AI. Yeah. Could... Per casting, 10 out of 10 right there. I mean, you can't get any more just, like... The only thing that could have improved that is to instead include two characters, two AI talking to each other. One, that's Jeff Keighley. And one, that's Gabe Knoll. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gabe Knoll. Thank you for playing my game. <laughs> Double kill. I want... No. What they should have done is... um Different... I would have gone in a different direction. Alright? Mm -hmm. um, Jeff Keighley 
but voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. Hey, Norman! Thanks for delivering the package! (laughs) I'm your biggest fan! Or Danny DeVito. Voiced by Danny DeVito would have been good, too. I'd have done it. I'd have done it as a trader. So, hello. Oh, you got me a nice package of you. Oh. It would have worked either way. Either way. Uh, uh, um, yeah. So I'm excited. Also, there was some screenshots came out about Cyberpunk, right? Screenshots came out from Cyberpunk. They, the game looks so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying not to be hyped about it. And um, I know I know I'm going to disappear off the face of the earth for like a oh, two weeks when that game comes out. <laughs> yeah, we're just like uh, yeah. So we're we're on hiatus for a couple weeks. Why we can't find James? <laughs> I I I I will say this much. Mm-hmm. This is probably what I will end up doing with Cyberpunk. I may not stream it. I probably won't stream it. But I will record it. Oh. There will be none of my own voice acting. I will not yeah. voice it over. It is going to be what I did for Horizon Zero Dawn. It is just the gameplay. You're going to get... A YouTube exclusive, maybe. Hell no! We'll premiere it on Twitch. <laughs> Ooh, shit. We know what makes money for the podcast. It ain't YouTube. YouTube don't make nothing. YouTube is just, it's just the the archive dumping ground. Exactly. YouTube is free server space for us to put all the videos up if I need to re-download them. That's literally all it is. It's just free server yeah. space. It's free server space. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. Um, but what else? What else? Is there some other stuff at Gamescom? Um, I saw a helicopter one... flying game that's supposed to be coming back. Oh yeah, uh, Comanche. Yay, Comanche. The other bit of news I saw that you absolutely love is the Yakuza collection, the remastered collection. And Yakuza Three is out on PlayStation now, so it shouldn't be too long till it comes out on PC. Yeah, Yakuza Two is already out on PC. Kwame, Kwame. I was yep. like, when did that happen? And it's nineteen dollars. <laughs> Shut up, it's made. I came out on PC. They're not doing a good job of letting us know about that shit because Yakuza. Yeah. And then you got Yakuza 4 is out uh, in October. And Yakuza 5, rounding it all off so you can get it all in like one big sort of just package, is out on the 11th of February. So you don't have long to wait to get the rest of the Yakuza's, which. Um, I was looking at it. I mean, I could pre-order the, you know, and unlock the third one now, and it's like 50 quid on PS4. It's tempting. 50 quid for three games? Yeah. That ain't ain't a bad price. As big as they are. It's not not, pretty good. Like, you pay 50 quid for one of those games. Mm Mm-hmm. Paying 50 quid for three of them? Yeah. It's almost a no-brainer, really, isn't it? It's It's a good deal. It's a good deal. I mean, Stocks. there are other games coming out there this week, and that's 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 sort of a sticking point for me, is because we've got Knights and Bikes on Tuesday. Okay. We've got Man and Madan out on Tuesday as well, and potentially uh, something that it doesn't interest me, even though it might stink up the place. Blair Witch is out as well this week. Hmm. Is Blair Witch a VR game? don't think so, because no, because um, I know I saw Infrony and play it at Gamescom for a Euro game. Okay. And they won't use the VR, so. I mean, if there's an option for it, that might actually make it. I'm trying to think. Uh, They showed off Shenmue at Gamescom. Right. So it's a game. Uh, By Yakuza instead. It's the spiritual successor to Shenmue and probably a lot better. Um, See, I think the first time I haven't played them yet. I know Chris Light was a huge fan of. Does he like? Does he like Yakuza? I haven't asked him. I have to ask him. You'll have to ask him because if he hasn't played Yakuza, I mean, he hasn't known the wonders that is Majima. 
exactly and get that trophy i did it for the trophy um then there's the uh i also i also heard an interesting news story i don't know if it was an opinion piece or not but they said that going forward sony is sony is looking at possibly releasing some of their older first person ip titles for multiple consoles going forward oh wow that would be cool oh Sony, yeah, did drop the bomb, though, right during the Keeley show. That made him a little bit upset. Because Geo pointed this out to me, like, oh, yeah, he did look a bit off. Um, Sony have bought up Insomniac Studios. Yeah. Smart smart move. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with Microsoft (laughs) buying up... I mean, you can kind of see this. I I think we've talked about this before, but in the world of, of what... of Stadia... And what Stadia could mean in the future of gaming, not Stadia itself. I think Stadia is going to be a pile of shit because it's too soon and there's no infrastructure built up for it. But Stadia as a concept moving forward in the gaming world, Sony and Microsoft are positioning themselves by buying up studios to say, we are going to be able to buy, you know, release games as a Microsoft game for whatever console you're looking for. So they're positioning themselves to basically be, be publishing houses, much in the way Take-Two is, much in the way that Sega is, much in the way those are. They've got studios underneath them that release games, and they're looking at that as the alternate revenue drivers going forward, seeing that you're probably going to see it, the next iteration of consoles probably be the last true iteration of a console console. Yeah. Certainly as a disc-based console. Yeah. Next generation. But that, being, but that being said... There's bad about this, which we'll say because they're no longer independent, and we saw how Activision affected Bungie with the Destiny series, right? We saw that yeah. there were some bad decisions made that have comp- that could have that could have compromised that game, and the way that it was done and the way microtransactions that were put into it. But there's positive things to look at this as well. The positive being is that there's a shit ton of money now behind these small studios to really push and make some games. Yeah, so, to give them mm-hmm. um, confidence to make take risks. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you look at look at Take Two. I, I look I look at Take Two because as a publish as a as one of the I was one of the three major publicly traded companies in the gaming space. They are the most successful. Grand Theft Auto, the have. Red Dead Redemption. But you think about it too, like just 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 the amount of titles they have in there. The two and they do NBA two K. That's their series. The two K series is, is their studio. Mm-hmm. So it's WWE two K as well. Mm-hmm. WWE two K. So they have some good sporting titles. But their major but also um coming out, <coughs> what's the Outer Worlds is them. That's their stu- that's one of their studios. Like they I mean you they have great kind of they have a, they have a lot of money, Grand Theft Auto being the biggest selling piece of media in of all time suck that james cameron and avatar um or now avengers endgame uh but <laughs> they grand theft auto took how many years between grand theft autos was Six? it about at least seven yeah because they, they they said we're gonna make this game but we're gonna make it good and we're gonna put all of our time effort and money in it they essentially have the what I like to call the CD Project Red approach. When the game is I ready, think they have a more of a crunch though with um, with Take Two and Rockstar, for example. That's a little bit. They do, but I think that's also because it's an American company and it's expected of those American companies at the end for a crunch time. Hmm. It's a difference in, and it's and it's not to say that European companies are lazy. It's just look at the way that they produce so like there's a lot of a crunch time kind of thing and then you have other companies like paradox who just it's done when it's done and you'll get it when you get it but people have come to expect that because the quality is there for a like if cd project red told came out and said listen guys we're pushing cyberpunk back six months i wouldn't be upset i'd be be like yeah sure whatever it takes for it to be good i don't give a shit you could tell me it would be you're pushing it back a year Great. No problem, guys. If it's going to be good, I'm fine with it. But you have also people like, and well, it's, they're one of my favorite studios, but Paradox Interactive, 
Man, they love that they push games out. They they release them, but they need to be patched sometimes. Some broken mechanics in them sometimes, and they're real time strategies. Sometimes the math isn't correct, <laughs> so so they have they have. There's a saying: paradox math, because you know, oh, it's supposed to be like this, but morale actually works like this. So it's like, ah, oh, so like the, the, the different, so if there's a decimal point, it rounds up no matter if it's a one or not. So you're always rounding up to the next level one. So really the decimal points don't matter. We just have to do that. And you know, you may not think it's a big deal, but when like, you know, you have an even fight and you have a, and the other person has a decimal point on, which they don't show you unless you go dig down deep into tooltips, it kind of matters in a real time strategy game. But Paradox One's Interactive, once again, a very successful studio. So, you know, it, again, it's sort of thing. I mean, I think I prefer that approach if it's ready when it's ready, because yeah. then you don't you don't put the pressure on, don't put your pressure on your employees have a better quality of life while working there because they're not under pressure to make sure it's out the door at a certain time. So they're not potentially giving up, you know, their 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 free time when they could be with their families. They're not uh, feeling stressed about things, so that makes the you know, quality better as well. But that's my opinion. <laughs> right? Is there any other pieces of news? Uh, I think that's about... I mean, YouTube's algorithms being fucking funny. Let's, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, uh, the, the fact that it's deleting robot fighting videos... Because it's for animal cruelty. That, I mean, you showed us the picture of this. It's it's an article. It's an actual article, and it's something that is actually doing. And it's yep. no, so. Number one <coughs> makes me think of multiple things here. Number one, the algorithm weird. If it thinks robots fighting. Number two, the algorithm's doing what it's supposed to because robot robot gains sentience now. Skynet on its way through the YouTube algorithm, which that would be a weird ass Skynet. Number three, PETA. Why? Where were you on this? The Amazon is burning because I eat meat. Where were you on the robot animal violence? This has been going on for years, and you've stood by passively and let this happen, PETA. Shame on you. Just because they're made by humans and they have metal parts doesn't mean that they don't have hearts, too. So shame on you, PETA. Shame on you. Good on you, YouTube algorithm. Yeah, I love the fact that I'm getting blamed for the Amazon fire because I like it. Like, what? <laughs> It's good. Good question. It's like, it's like the toilet doesn't work. The toilet doesn't flush. God damn. Oh, the toilet doesn't flush. Damn Yankees beating the Red Sox. How, how does this correlate? How? How? <laughs> what does it mean? The Yankees beat the Red Sox. Yeah. So that's why the toilet doesn't flush. I mean, I, I understand how, how serious a problem that is, you know, the fires in the Amazon, the, the, the rainforest disappearing at an alarming rate, but, you know, blaming it on someone halfway around the world who eats a British beef is like, kind of like, what? No. Hang on. Not, not even the that. The cows don't go on a holiday to there. Yeah, I mean. I know it's the illegal ranching bit. Yeah, like, they could say illegal ranching causes fires in the Amazon. Everybody like, yes. Um, but I'd like to let's 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 kind of look where uh, where is a lot of America's beef sourced from? America. Mm-hmm. So Americans, you're the reason the Amazon fire because of beef. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse? <laughs> if you said coffee, sure. Yes. You said Probably. cocaine? Definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But but beef? <clears throat> no. Lamb? It comes from New Zealand. 
Yeah. No. And those sheep are very happy in New Zealand. Have you seen New Zealand sheep? Not lately, no. Because <laughs> you've been eating them. And you're a horrible person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like myself some... Just, just saying. It's like... Let's 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 tone this down here. Making big general sweeping arguments. Um, other piece of happy news that we should that we should also mention in passing, since we do talk about him a lot in the show. Uh, yeah. PewDiePie. He got mm-hmm. married. Oh, he married Marcia finally. So congratulations to him. That's it. There's just no controversies. Just happy happy marriage, PewDiePie. We we're happy for you. And I suppose we should give. Uh, I don't have a good. Because you know he has said it rather than that. we can talk about it. Is you know friend of the show, Team Tig Whitby member Tom Marrett. Him and his wife are having a baby. Yay! Having a little girl in January. So congratulations, Tom. So that's all. That's really as well. Some good news. Some good news all around. Before we talk about what we've been. <laughs> yeah. uh, one more piece of news. One yes. more piece of. Pie news. Uh, Dr. Phil did host meme review. He did host. He was really he good. Host. He was really good. He was, was a lot better than I expected. Yeah, I was going in there expecting like, like Elon Musk was like, is was was the meta of of it. Like like Elon Musk hosting meme review is in itself a meta commentary on meme review. But like Dr. Phil like dug in and like had some good quips. And I'm sitting there going like, God damn, this is good. He was good. Yeah, I would. I I I watched it when he said Doctor Phil hosts me review. I was like, no, he didn't get that. And I'm like, okay, he did. You know, good power. Good on Doctor Phil for having a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also good on. Don't need more day. Good on PewDiePie for becoming one of the most wholesome channels on YouTube. <laughs> ah, that's because he's not being seen now, so the pressure's off. He's just, he's just playing Minecraft. <laughs> it's always, you know, Vox Media sitting there just like waiting on their keyboards for him to say something. What's his newest video going to be? Oh, it's just another Minecraft one. Oh, his his dog got hurt in Minecraft. PewDiePie supports animal violence. <laughs> now he's just sitting there petting it out. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> his dog is just eat. Um, but yes, so. Good on PewDiePie for being an actual good person and maybe getting into YouTube. We rewind this year. <laughs> What's YouTube rewind going to be? Uh, Minecraft. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my god. It's so funny that, like, we've come full circle. It, he has. If you watched one of his most recent videos, he said, like, how full circle it's come. Like, he started yep. with scary games, went tangent and now he's back to playing games again and he's like i'm just yep happy to be playing games so good on him yeah he's mm-hmm. gonna beat minecraft soon he's about to fight the ender dragon so good luck to him that was a bugger mm. i've never fought the ender dragon i've gotten there never fought it we did it as a group uh letitia lemon um rob and curtis time we, we we always a group took on the ender dragon that's that's interesting i'm trying to think here like what is what would you say is your biggest gaming achievement I'm trying to think of that because people would say like beating the ender dragon in minecraft is kind of like oh you've got some gaming props props i'm trying to think what mine would be mine would be platinuming bloodborne okay because that's that's a hell of an achievement to do I 100%ed Chrono Trigger. Wow. I got all of the endings. Which I do now own a copy of, by the way. You, it is it is very much a JRPG. Mm-hmm. It is a very good JRPG. I I, lo- I love that game. I like I I think Chrono I like Chrono Cross a lot too. Right. Um I can't talk enough about early Squee games. Um, I'm not sure, not so much so sure about angsty teenage boys now, but well, that's because you're older now, and not we don't want them. Well, I mean, essentially, we had the Hangover, mm. the last one. I mean, like I get angsty teenage, but like I'm fine with like squat. I mean, the eight, eight, seven, and eight. 
were angsty teenage boys. Nine yeah. was angsty princess. Not not angsty teenage boy. Zidane was pretty good. Uh, ten. Mm-hmm. Angsty princess again. Think about it. We go to princess to princess. With upbeat young hero character. Um, Eleven was just a shit show. Right? There's the MMO. Yep. Twelve. Oh, yeah. Eleven, twelve. Yep. Twelve was also another angsty princess. Because ten was angsty Yuna princess. And then thirteen was uh, roller coaster. Go one way. Mm-hmm. 14 is the everybody's angsty because it's an MMO. <laughs> I see you completely missed 14. 14 is its own unique <laughs> bubble of mm, Meta. something. Yep. You see, I've seen things. War. War never changes. <laughs> 13 is just walking simulator. I said that. It's a walking simulator. You go, yep. you go, you're on a roller coaster, train, r- railroad trains. Tracks. 15 is, uh, Hangover. The hangover. Yep. With angsty boys. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. And then now we're getting remakes of everything. By the way, Final Fantasy VIII remake's coming out. Yeah. The, the remastering of it is like rather than the Final Fantasy VII treatment. But you know what? That could be something to put us back in again. Because I know I've got them on. There, you, you'll want it on PC. And I will tell you why you're going to want it on PC. Multiple okay. multiple things. Number one, um, they have some they have things for it, a gameplay settings on PC that you can use. Uh, play the game at three times speed, so you can like speed up like spits. Um, there is a entire story mode section where basically it turns off random battles except for the story ones that are relevant to the story, and it right. makes sure that your characters are leveled appropriately to play in those fights. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's a it's a visual novel at that point, yeah. With certain battle sequences for people who just want to experience the game. Now, which might be a good version to stream. Yes, it's a for me that is a genius move. Releasing an old game like that, turning off the random combat and just letting because it was a very grindy game. Yeah. Um, they also have it so you have infinite gill, and then there's also a mode where you can turn on where you have, uh, your hit point. You always have access to your limit breaks. Because you have to like hit like a certain criteria, like to be in like a danger area of your health to have a limit break, and even then it may not show up. They can yeah. you can turn it on so it's on all the time. So right. some interesting quality of life stuff. And like if you're thinking about that, if you want to stream old games, that's a great thing. To go, hey, we'll turn off random battles, and then as a streamer, you can stream this, not have to worry about random battles, not have just like hit the story beats. Speedrunners are probably thinking, like, turn off random battles and three times speed. I got a new world record I got to catch. Yeah. So, that's the reason why. They don't have those settings on the console versions of it, only on the PC. Fair. Because there's, there's one game I do want to mention that I saw um, yesterday that Chris Light was playing. Um, before we go on to what we've been playing. And it looks like it might be up either your street, James, or your street, Chris. It's called Dicey Dungeon. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. Doesn't it look fun? It looks interesting. It's a, it's a it's like a roguelike card battle or a card deck building game with dice. Yeah. There's one thing it, you have to realize here about this, Will. Yeah. I am a great roller of dice when they're physically in my hands. When it's a random number generator, I'm shit. All right. So it's it, it's it kind yeah well, it kind of is because. You do. It does bring you like about two or three dice for each turn, and it shows you what. It's like Yahtzee. Yeah. It's 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 you yeah. have to match. You have to match them odd or even to the card or the different abilities. They could break you with the damage and stuff. It looks great. It looks a lot of fun. Um, it really does. It would cut into my football manager time though. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to find out how I can play football manager and Final Fantasy at the same time but i am working on this uh dual screening is fine i do crafting. well the thing is it's it's the it's the cpu power it's an issue uh, 
I mean, I have enough, but the problem is Final <clears> Fantasy <throat> is that it, like you need the kind of the graphics and Final Fantasy you need the graphics card, but Football Manager I have all the all the leagues turned on. And right. so think about this: you have all these leagues. That turned, ends up so much RAM. Yeah, you have all the leagues turned on, and I'm ten years into the game. Which means I've had ten years worth of players being introduced into the game through all of the youth system for all of the international leagues, plus all the leagues underneath it. Now, mind you, think about this from an England perspective. I have ten leagues deep in England, about twenty to thirty teams per league in each division. So you probably have somewhere about like two hundred and forty teams that have been getting on average ten to fifteen regens a year. That those players have to have stats accounted for, put into teams, played through, games run. And that's just England. Now imagine that spread out across every single country in the world. Yeah, that's going to take up quite a bit of processing power. I, I started with a quarter of a million players in the game. Generated. Jesus. So, like, that's the thing with Football Manager. People go, like, why doesn't it have better graphics? Because your RAM is literally calculating millions of football matches every day in the game. That's why it doesn't have good graphics, because the computing power is going to other stuff. And it doesn't really need to. It doesn't. I thought I would hate it. I came from FIFA. spreadsheet game. It doesn't need fancy graphics. And it's... Oh. <laughs> so many spreadsheets. Is that what you've been playing this week? <laughs> uh, you mean Spreadsheet Manager 2018? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've played, I, I mean, that's work. Uh, <laughs> I've played uh, Football Manager and uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, not much, not much else. And Minecraft. I downloaded Minecraft again. Oh, nice. The, the, I, I like downloaded it, started playing a little bit of it. Like the music started playing and I got really nostalgic and then tired. I fell asleep. Fair, fair. Those little piano notes started playing, and I was like, oh, this is so. That was it. That's all I've been playing. Nice, because um, all I've really been playing, I mean, I completed Ages of Mayhem. I've completed the Chronicles China of Assassin's Creed, and the other bits, I say, are on, on the streams that you see on video on demand, or go on to the archive of the YouTube channel. Uh, but off stream, I played a little bit more Wonder Boy, um, which is it's Wonder Boy. Uh, if you've never played the original Wonder Boy, do so. It's a side-scrolling uh, sh action shooter, beat em up, kind of mix 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 of those. Uh, I played um, some more practicing Snooker Nineteen for September the sixth, and uh, I uh, played a bit. You <coughs> know, <coughs> yeah. So I may have played some of that. And that's pretty much all I've been playing. What have you been playing, Chris? Uh, I've pretty much only played Final Fantasy this week. Um, on Sunday, as I was mentioning before, I got a forge set up in my yard. And so I'm going to be doing that for most of today, too. If you can make some anchors, yeah, post it to Fem because she loves anchors. <laughs> I'll let her know. I'll 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 ask where to send them. Yep. <laughs> um. Also, there's that other piece of news that you sent me, Will, about Steam. Okay. You know which one you sent me. Uh, I'm trying to think now. So, I I'll read it aloud uh, for everybody because it leads okay. into our final segment. Uh, let me let me pull it up. <clears throat> oh yes, yes. The Kotaku article. Yes. Um. I'll let you read this oh one because it's right. These are always fun. <laughs> From Kotaku. Two of Steam's top games last month were anime sex games. I'm not surprised. And their reaction? <laughs> How is this a terrible problem? Um, which leads me into um, this, this week's uh, Not Safe for Work game. Uh which is 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 a combination of a ton of things. It's an early access game, and it is Hentai Area Fifty One. Oh, perfect! the 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 developer's note goes as follows: Three a.m. September twentieth, twenty nineteen, the beginning of the assault. 
You and others begin their assault on Area 51. You are tasked with finding out what the government is hiding in Site 51. Reveal the truth to the whole world. Um, and basically, you are <laughs> slutty anime girls in a third-person shooter charging into Area 51. Um, <laughs> the features are four things. Uh, a lot of weapons. Secret Zone 51 was surprised with a surprise for people complexity and anime and hentai brilliant <laughs> this game has a 3d model of anime girls in a swimsuit this game has cartoon blood um brilliant uh, let's 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 read the most oh wow the the, the longest review is three paragraphs so this will be the only one that i read <laughs> who has played 0.4 hours of it. <clears throat> Story. You start the game in the apex of the Shino-Japanese-Iraq War. Because of course you do. Uh, you play the famous Japanese hentai star, Hamara Ajiro. Hamara Ajiro struggles with her country's troubled past during to <laughs> find her identity crisis. You bond with the character. Hamara Ajiro then switches to the Iraq site where she's convinced that the Japanese must be stopped. Hence, she invades Hentai Area 51. It's great. Gameplay. Without the DLC, you don't see any big anime titties. Well, at least the naked ones. The DLC is free, though, and is not technically DLC, just a different game mode. Smart. Smart. Free DLC to provide anime titties. <laughs> but if you're... <laughs> if you are... Uh... Not too intelligent. Uh, there's a different word used here. I'm just phasing it in for the YouTube algorithm. Uh, which you probably are, reading a review for Hentai Area 51. You can miss out on the big titties. Quality of the titties. They're quite large. The nipples aren't as defined or as many of my friends would have liked. It's a sort of mixed <laughs> mixed in with the titty. Quality of buttocks. I, I, there's a rating system <laughs> for this. I'm happy about this. Quality of buttocks. The behind... Was not as fat with a pH as some people would like. I think it's a bit more muscular. Two sides of the gluteus maximus are well separated, but the but the bottom of the buttocks hangs a bit too much, in my opinion. The quality of the face. Okay, so the girl has horns, and anime space eyes. So I don't know if you're afraid, then you'd probably be happy. But the intellectuals like myself would prefer a more hentai-era look. God, this guy, this guy, ten out of ten for. I'm, I'm. Yes, this, was this review helpful? Yes, it was, and it was funny. Oh, no, it wasn't funny. It was actually helpful. Quality of the body, incredibly white, so white that the body actually bends, blends into the sand, not with any fat ever. A tier. Quality of privates, not visible. E tier. Final notes. You need the DLC, which isn't DLC, to see the anime titties. The story will grip you tight and immerse you in a level you probably never experienced. I spent 30 minutes writing this, so please send help. Something's wrong with me. Seriously, I need to stop what I'm doing. Please. Should I buy it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. Please send help. Uh, should I, Should I buy it? No, unless you have 50 cents to spare, then nothing to do with them, and so did I. By the way, this game is 54 cents. <laughs> yep. It's 54 cents. <laughs> uh, oh, and it has achievements. And they're just... <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is... How hard is this a meme game? Uh, achievement 1, which is just to start up the game. It says, welcome, breathtaking. And it has Keanu, the Keanu Reeves pointing. Uh, one is called Hentai Soldier, which is just the guy confused. There's Cats. There's Zuckerberg. There's uh, Shrek. There's Pepe. There's Kermit. Yep. So there you go. Um... It has a very positive review setting. Uh, Hentai Area 51. For, uh, for 54 cents. Cheap and probably cheerful for people. I mean, 
you could go out and buy yourself some gum. Probably get about just as about enjoyment out of it as you would get from Anti Area Fifty One. Um, oh, I mean, sadly, sadly, gum is eighty nine cents minimum. Well, that's the thing. If you if you want them big ass anime titties, it's fifty nine cents. So it's like a dollar fifty. It's like a dollar ten if you want everything. Okay, all right, that's fair. So, um, but um, you only need a, a two gigahertz dual core processor, four and four bits of RAM, and a hundred and twelve megabytes of space. So, there we go. And they've been patching it, and there's a devlog for it. So. Uh yeah, that is the that is the anime game of the week. If you guys would like to like us to review a a a, uh, a an anime game, please send it send us requests in the Discord or on Twitter. Um, we will do it. We won't show it on the stream because uh terms and condition, but we would be happy to read it and review it for you all. Yep. <laughs> Mainly me read it, review it, and watch Will like slowly like. Like have his finger hover over the the shut off stream button. <laughs> <laughs> the Defcom one button. It's like, has he finally done it? Has he finally done it? No, okay, he's fine. Uh, do we have anything else for the good of the order? Uh, shout outs really, and that be it. Uh, All right, we got Will Soy clearance again. Thank you, Will, for being part of Tigwebby and hitting your goal. It's awesome. Uh, we have Robin doing her first you know actual live stream for us just amazing and also jay will get it reaching his goal so they will get to egx do his feet which is another well done you know it's awesome that's pretty much mine uh you guys got any uh i'm gonna shout out chris because i'm going raiding with you next week be prepared um I'm prepared. Are you prepared? <laughs> no. But... Also, I think you're doing the light raids, not the yeah, not the. the... the Are you doing raids. savage or standards? no? I I have to do. I still have okay. to do Eden. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll clear Eden. So like, guys, I um, haven't done anything yet. I've just been staring at it, just going like, I could do this, or I could go hard. mining, and I choose to go mining. <laughs> Yeah, Eden's Eden Classic is not hard. Um, Eden Savage is much more interesting. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to any of them. But all I need to do is people tell me not to stand in the donuts. We're rating Reverse Pro Gamer because yeah. he's on. Nice. So yeah, that that be it. And so I'll hand it over to you, James, to wrap us up. All right, everybody, it's been super fun. We appreciate to be here. Say hello to uh, Reverse Programmer. He's a great guy. Hopefully, scare living shit out of him like normally do when we raid. And until then, all right, bye bye, everybody. Enjoy. It is going to be blops now. Have fun. We love you, kind of, but really, we do. Bye. <laughs>